This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Comic Palooza 2016 is almost here. At Comic Palooza, there are literally thousands of hours of programming. You'll see your favorite celebrities, comic book creators, and authors. Special celebrity events at this year's Comic Palooza include a cast reunion of the classic 1986 sci-fi horror favorite Aliens, featuring Sigourney Weaver and more. Also, the cast of the Boondock Saints will be in attendance, including Sean Patrick Flannery and, of course, Walking Dead star Norman Reedus. Other celebrity guests include Underworld star Kate Beckinsale, Lenny James from The Walking Dead, wrestling superstar Ric Flair, comic book legends John Ostrander and Adam Kubert, and of course, me, Ming Chen from AMC's comic book band and podcaster extraordinaire. Be sure to follow Comic Palooza on social media, on Twitter at Comic Palooza, Instagram at Houston Comic Palooza, and like us on Facebook. Don't miss Comic Palooza 2016 at the George R. Brown Convention Center in Houston, Texas, June 17th through June 19th. Get your passes today. Head over to www.comicpalooza.com for all the details. Hey, I'm Liz. I'm Heather. And this week we are doing our very first classic movie review because the uh, entire cast of Aliens is reuniting at Comic Palooza this year. Yeah, so we're super excited. So y'all sit back and take a listen. book clubs yeah we started with the beginning with book clubs and we decided a couple weeks ago well yeah i we to do something about these classic movies Mm -hmm. and really i think that it kind of stemmed from our 1985 the movies in 1985 because they were so good right like it just inspired me to go watch all these movies again that i haven't seen in so many years and and what movies had i seen what movies hadn't i seen Mm -hmm. And that are kind of classic staples. Uh, right. And sometimes people talk about them and you just kind of pretend, oh, yeah, yeah. I've, saw I've never seen that movie. You know, and I and I think, uh, you know, as we're part of this Comic Palooza podcast family this year, mm-hmm. we we see that the cast of Aliens is coming. Because it's 30 years uh, from Aliens. 30 years yeah. from Aliens. So that's yeah. the second one. Yeah. Um, if you get confused like I do, we've got Alien, then Aliens, and then a whole bunch of other ones. Yeah. So I, you know, and I was telling Heather, I said, I've never seen Alien or Aliens for that matter. It just wasn't in our house at the time. Like it yeah. just wasn't one. And it's funny because I think I had mentioned this on a previous podcast or maybe just in us talking. I can't remember what was <laughs> on the air and what's not. But when my, um, when my mom was pregnant with my brother in the summer of 1979, my dad decided to pick up and take her to a movie. The July yeah. of 1979 uh, when she was eight months pregnant or so. And, of course, the movie they show up, because my dad's a big sci-fi geek, is uh, Alien. So, the you know, the movie... And so, they've talked about this my entire life. Yeah. I've heard about this. About, uh, uh, about uh, a little... <laughs> a little, uh, a little uh, you know, penis with teeth yeah, popping exactly. out of your of, um, uh, chest when you're yeah, William Hurt's pregnant. chest, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, think about going to see that movie, being pregnant, feeling like you have an alien inside yeah. of you, I would assume... It's and then funny. to see it burst from someone's chest. And then, you know, I think my mom has never watched it since. Probably why we never saw Aliens yeah. when it came out. Well, so this this does bring the uh, perfect reason for, uh, to, uh, for uh, a perfect opportunity for our classic movie mm-hmm. review. Our first one is the 30th anniversary. The whole cast of Aliens is going to uh, Comic Palooza. So we're going to be all over that. Panel. Yeah. And we'll, <laughs> we'll, be, uh, we'll be there at that panel covering it and yeah. then talking about it again after the fact. Yeah. Uh, so we wanted, I just figured, well, well, I haven't seen it. Yeah. And you haven't seen Alien. Alien, the first one. Yeah. 
you'd seen part of the second one, but may have slept. Yeah. Through, and, uh, and from what I'd heard and, and, uh, yeah, I did sleep through Elance yeah. a little bit, but uh, <laughs> the first time around, there's a lot, it was, I was in college when I watched it. So, mm-hmm. so know, last night <laughs> we, we got together at my house and we just threw yep. on alien and then followed it up with aliens. Yep. And we did watch the theatrical release of both. We yeah. didn't go for the director's cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly just because we didn't time know. length and we didn't want to talk about things that nobody actually right. saw because... like what the fuck that wasn't in the movie <laughs> I saw in 1979 yeah, yeah. so we just we just stuck with the basics because I figured that's mostly what they'll be covering mm-hmm. when they start talking at the con about what it was like to make the movie and work together and be these characters so yeah. so um, we are, so our classic movie review is actually classic movies yes, review movies for this particular today. one but in general it's going to be one movie well we well, could have yeah, just well, we watched c- aliens but i think for us it was important to know the backstory from the first movie yeah i didn't have a clue and there was um some serious like alien um if we look, if we want to focus on that first, it came yes. out in '79, mm-hmm. and Ridley Scott was the director. Yes, and I was—I'm a fan of Ridley Scott, and he I'm did recently. He did The Martian, which was excellent, mm-hmm. uh, nominated for Best Picture, and um, saving Matt Damon again. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do. Um, we spend a lot of money saving Matt Damon. But going, watching this movie, now I hadn't actually seen it, mm-hmm. but there was—it was—it was tense. Yeah, and I could see. 30 some odd years ago, it being, it, scary. it being really scary. Well, and I think about the movies that I, and again, we are looking at this, you know, 35 years down the road mm-hmm. and we have had so many iterations of what a scary movie, like right now, a scary movie to me is the IRS showing up at my door. You know, like that terrifies me more than you uh, know, the ring is the scariest goddamn movie I've ever seen. I still can't watch the original Halloween movie. Oh, like really? that one fucking scared mm-hmm. me to death. But those those were a lot more about this tension and that kind of claustrophobic feeling of mm-hmm. I'm trapped in a small space with something trying to get me and I can't get away. Yeah. And I think that's that's where they build a lot of that horror. And because you know, that's I think that's one of our deepest, darkest fears is because you just think if I can get out of the house, yeah, I can run down the street and get help and get out and feel yeah. better. But if I'm stuck in space. Yeah. That's fucking hard, right? It is. And, and you see a lot. I think that there's a lot of movie, horror movies or scary movies set in space for that very, yes. that very reason is the whole trapped. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite ones. Now, I may say it's, you know, have you ever watched this? I said, this is one of my favorite movies ever. And then you rewatch it like 20 and you're years like, later. you're like, what a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Event Horizon back in the day was one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. with Sam Neill. And it was scary as shit. Yeah. Scary. I wonder if I watch it now, if it'd be the same. I think the submarine it, type it, movies are very similar. Cause yeah, again, it's, exactly. It's again, it's trapped in an, in an inhospitable environment where you can't get out yeah. and you're stuck with dealing with this. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, you know, what I really liked about the um, aliens and we're not going to alien, we're not going to do a movie synopsis. Cause I'm just going to assume that unlike me, you've seen the damn movie. Well, um, and they kind of synopsis did it. What is that word? Synopsized? They synopsized <laughs> it at the beginning of aliens. They did. They pretty yeah. much said we had, you know, we went down there, we found the shit, we got on them, somebody's face, yeah. and, you know, busted Watch, out of his chest, that kind of thing. And watching them back to back was really kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I, it was cool. And it, it was cool. And it was also a big eye opener for us of, that one, the difference a director makes yeah. two, the difference a script makes mm-hmm. and, and just technology, just the, and even just the cinematography style, because mm-hmm. alien really fell in line with a lot of things that were going on at the time, like 2000. If you think, yeah. you think about those, how those movies made you feel like kind of almost the overexposed camera, yeah. a soft lens kind of thing versus the action packed, very hard, lots of blue, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like really mm-hmm. crisp yeah. photography that yeah. we saw in aliens and things going forward. It's very similar to, you know, and I'm going to, we'll probably use this one a lot just because the characters in it. And also James Cameron, um, is Terminator versus yeah. Terminator two. Yeah. And I mean, we know there's a large year gap mm-hmm. in between the two, but it's still just the st- even yeah. the, the photography behind the movies is so very different because you have mm-hmm. one that's very dark and kind of grainy, mm-hmm. very gritty, and it kind of captures you in one way. Mm-hmm. And the other is just an Arnold blow them up, sharp lines, lots of action kind of movie. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and I, I felt like um, in the first uh, Alien, 
that one of the main, um, you know, antagonists is the computer. Yeah, mother. Yeah. Fuck, and mother. Uh, I, that was, you know, obviously not a part of the problem in Aliens. Mm-mm. But so you see this, uh, that conflict there. You also see the conflict between, all right, so producer Craig decided to spoil <laughs> the fact that what's his name? was an alien yeah not an alien ian holmes character is a robot yeah he was a robot i i think that was when i I had left the room the one time i come back you're like that dude's a robot and they just blew his head i'm like son of a well he went like nuts okay so my question is did they know he was a robot no no. apparently that was the surprise that craig told me about before they said he's a robot it was like two seconds before he's a robot i know i was like how did i know he was a robot anyway so they really haven't explained what made said robot go nutso. Right. Like, because he did have this directive mm-hmm. from... To, to get the alien. Yeah, to get yeah. the alien and kill the two crew. Who cares, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know who Mother is, crew who's expendable. running Mother. But Well, I think Mother is probably the company. The company. Because that's it's what... It's Paul Reiser's dad or somebody. <sighs> we saw yeah. that come up in the second one, mm-hmm. where now it's all about the company. Yeah. Right? And we've got the company man out front, and he's saying his bullshit lines of... Oh no, it's we're totally about saving the people and yeah. we're not bringing aliens back. We're not doing that. He should run BP. <laughs> he probably does. <laughs> but yeah, I it was um I apologize, so, Paul Reiser, because I think you're a very likable actor, but I kind of wanted them to shoot you in the face in yeah. this movie. Well, he died, so we're good. He did. And it was well, that graphic was, that and was, awesome. That was uh aliens. Yes. But uh during uh uh Alien we um we did see the, I wrote this down as a note because Craig was like, why aren't you taking notes? And I'm like, oh, I'm watching the movie. Right. And I wrote like, holy blinking lights. Like, yeah, I would. I, there were so many blinking holy lights. Holy seizure. I, exactly. Right there. They I, use strobe lights whenever they, now I can understand if it's J.J. Abrams a part of it? <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking that too. Like, uh, you know, he brought back the lens flare. But it was very similar to how they did in 2000. In, in 2000, A Space Audio or whatever it was, the, the original. Yeah. Where they're, you know, basically lost in space kind of thing. And the computer takes over. Same thing. Lots of... Because I think that's all they had budget for was light bulbs. Well, that's... They got lots of light bulb budget. I think you can get away with a lot of stuff that's dark. And we've talked Mm -hmm. about that, like the original Hulk that came out. Not the original. The one that came out before the Ed Norton one. It's dark because you don't have the... Yes, Angley one. You don't have the technology to make it as precise. And so you make it dark... And in this case, flashes of lights, which mm-hmm. which obviously change your uh, perception of motion. Your brain and and uh, that they use that. Philosophical today. They they use that to you know, it's not philosophical. That's just like biological, isn't yeah. it? I don't know, but I I could see people having seizures during this show. Word, but <laughs> I almost. I, I mean, I'm not a photo epileptic, but I totally yeah. could have. What I liked about Alien was we have this kind of idea of one monster. Yeah. Right. We know there's one monster, mm-hmm. and that shit ex- escalated quickly. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's what <laughs> was that was tiny. That was the first thing I said. It's it birthed. It's uh, you know, it's a face hugger at first. Mm-hmm. It attaches itself to um, John Hurt's John Hurt. mask, whatever yeah. his name was. Um, and you're gonna have to forgive us on this. We yeah, we've we didn't been, connect enough with the characters to really yeah, remember so all of their names. I would say that's Ripley Scott's. Fault. You know, Tom Selleck <laughs> and his porn... Or not Tom Selleck. Um, <laughs> shit, what the fuck is his name? Oh, my God. Lost oh, you know. What's his name? About? Yes, What's the, the hothead. Tom Skerritt. Sorry. Not Selleck. Tom Skerritt still had a porn Porn beard we yeah. really have. He had the perfect Riker beard yeah. is what he had going on. But so, again, we go from facehugger to, oh, facehugger's gone. Facehugger's dead. Oops. Yeah. I just birthed a giant penis with teeth yeah. out of my chest so at dinner. So phallic. It was so phallic. And again, I, I've watched, I've seen Spaceballs, and I've seen so many movies over the years that have either ripped off or parodied Alien in some fashion that even though I had not seen the movie proper, I know enough about what's going to happen in some of these situations, you know? And I really was kind of almost expecting it to come out and do the Michigan J-Frog yeah. dance across the thing. But, you know, so then it runs away and it's this tiny little, little penis monster. Yeah. And then, you know, 20 minutes later, 
the dude finds it down, you know, finds the exoskeleton that mm-hmm. it shed. Mm-hmm. And now the thing's 20 feet tall. It's like, well, that escalated quickly. Like, yeah. Fuck me. I know. How <laughs> do you get that big that quick? Kind of. So, you know, he's like the bamboo of well, uh, aliens. But it's like, well, look what he's eating. He's eating he's full eating. people. Yeah. So that would do it. That would he's help. a cat. Yeah. I like that producer Craig's favorite character in that movie is the cat. Oh, I know. He kept talking about that. And I, I was, was like, like the I've ne- there's no anything. cat in this. And there's oh, yeah, there was a cat. didn't do shit. Except get lost. Yeah. Um, uh, another couple things I noticed about the very first one. Now, the first one I feel like had a lot more flaws than Aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they it made, me, it made me laugh a little bit more. Like, yeah. okay, so how... Um, how complicated is your self-destruct sequence? Right. Like, I understand. It was the most complicated. You, okay, was, space balls, they hit a button, right? Yeah. And it gives them a 30-second countdown or whatever it gives them, or three-minute countdown. And then it lets you cancel it. But she has it. to, yeah. like, put in, like, twist, like, she has to twist things into place. It's like four things you have to screw yeah. in and push them down. It was like those run over puzzles. Here push a button. Yeah. It was like she was on, like, Double Dare. Yeah. And it, it was, <laughs> was these, it was these puzzles that you give monkeys in the zoo yeah. to see how yeah. smart. How They're like, it was... Yeah. And so my assumption was they and did this. And then she this. goes to turn it off and it's too complicated to undo. No, no. Well, they said that you're after a certain amount of time, you can't undo it. And it was like, of all the things that you should be able to undo, the self-destruct. You know they get that. From, yeah. th- that's where Spaceballs gets that at the end yeah. there, where they're like, uh, this is your last chance to press the self-destruct button. And yeah. then they, you know, run down and they self-destruct button and they find it and it's got an out of order tag on it. Yeah. They're like, fuck, even in the future, nothing works. <laughs> it's like, it's really true. Yeah. But what was interesting to me about this, as opposed to a lot of other monster movies or spacey kind of movies that we see, is that these are average people. Yeah. You know, these, this is like. It's like an offshore platform almost. It you is. Know? It's oh, like in Houston, in that's what I'm thinking. We're, we're ore collecting on another planet. Um, there's, you know, it's just like the guy who drives the boat, the science yeah. guy who's the robot, yeah. Yeah. which is unhelpful. But, um, but it, it is interesting. I mean, obviously that's it. That's they're the, not military yeah. people. They're the vision not... for the future is there's going to be commercial vessels in right. space and they're going to be mining or whatever they need to do. Yeah, they do what they do. Which they're is why, you know, uh, producer Craig was giving them shit for having a grappling gun in space <laughs> and stuff <laughs> like that. It was it, it was a, it wasn't a grappling gun. Oh, it was uh, the, a spear gun. Oh no. The, and the cat, and the cattle, well, it had to have been a grappling gun, a grappling gun because it had a rope on it. So it was definitely. Spear guns have ropes on them. That's how you get your fish back when you oh, spear okay. them and then the cattle prod yeah the cattle prod was like was well funny. we don't know actually <laughs> what, what do we they're have doing for weapons yeah. we have a cattle prod don't put your hand on it what really I, it works for it worked for that um the but villain then I also, no country like, for old men well i also picked up and i was like hey isn't that the guy from the running man mm-hmm. like you see so many of these characters that show up in these random movies down the road i was like hey yeah. that's the dude that gets killed in the running man that's he's not gonna make it through this movie yeah. <laughs> like you can almost you like know exactly figure out and and I, okay here's the deal i'm i'm throwing it out here that all right it's it's unfortunate that ripley ends up being the only one and the damn cat the cat's mm-hmm. like 180 years old at this point <laughs> i don't even understand so she's the only one that makes it out yeah. first of all and we talked about this last night yeah. why does she have to get down into the porn panties to get into the cryo thing? Is yeah, this a she thing? De- she I don't definitely understand. doesn't. And and you know that generally you're going to get out of the cryo thing with other people around. And right. it's like and you're still maybe you should pull panties. your panties pull up. Pull your panties up because she bends over and she's got a big old ass crack hanging out. Yeah. So that was disturbing. But here's the deal. So now at the end of Aliens, spoiler, mm-hmm. she's going to end up being the only one who wakes up from this because some shit happens apparently at the beginning of the next movie, according to Opera Man. They don't want Hicks in. <laughs> yeah, they don't want somebody who knows what they're doing mm-hmm. and they're tired of putting back together the, the fake guy. Um, so she's going she's gonna to once again be the only person to survive. Now, if you are whoever comes across her, are you not starting to be a little bit suspicious <laughs> that maybe she's the alien or yeah, she's like, the one fucking killing everybody? Yeah. Because again, just from like just from an HR standpoint, you're looking at things going eh, once, yeah. maybe yeah. twice. Mm, it's you. That does that does sound uh, it does sound remarkably suspicious. <laughs> right. I, yeah, I didn't it's understand. Like maybe it's you. Yeah. It's not me. It's you. And you know, James Cameron always throws a naked lady in his movies. I don't know. <laughs> we didn't actually get full naked though. We no, just got we porn didn't. panties. 
Um, actually, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of regular alien. That was not. That was Ridley no, Scott, Ridley and Scott. he actually does not do that no. that often. But he was probably trying to sell some tickets. What I found was funny was um, okay. So at the end of you know when she's in her little out her little undies, mm-hmm. and she decides she's going to kill the alien. She gets in like the spaceship yep. suit, the space, space suit. suit, and sprays it with shit and just points at it. Mm-hmm. That's how it kills spiders. It's totally. You just yeah. you get far away. You spray you it spray with it with everything. You just, anything, anything you got. That's how I kill anything that moves yeah. in my house. That I aerosol do not feed. is my friend. And everything yeah. I don't perfume. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Yep. Febreze, whatever's close by yep. that I can spray from a distance. That's how I kill roaches. And, and again, like I said, anything that's in my house that I do not feed on purpose. Yep. That it has to die. We caught a wasp. Remember last night we're watching the movie and my dog Daphne is overplaying with a A partially dead wasp that's still flitting around the the hallway. Had to go take care of that business. That just required a a big stomp of a shoe, though. So, Because she's such a dum-dum. She'd totally end up getting her nose stung or something stupid. (laughs) Yeah. Gertrude's been stung. Studio dog Gertrude's been stung by a bee. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so there then, was there. You know, one other thing that I noticed in the first movie was that everybody was like just kind of a hothead, mm-hmm. and you think oh, they're just use, screaming all the time. Yeah, you think you would get used to that for um, uh, episode, uh, you know, aliens because they're military, and military guys need to be kind of at an above average right. level of. Um, anticipation too like they always have to be on guard so they could get that they're like these guys are just on a science ship and and the 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 main guy the the head honcho Mm -hmm. was always like do this like and he would just scream it like Mm -hmm. dude just tell me to do like i can understand it but he was screaming at like they had done something wrong to cause them to need to do something and it was i just felt like Man, everybody's being attacked all the time by this guy. Why would you want to hang out and have dinner with him? Well, he was number two to go, which was surprising. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm just saying, and, I, and you know, obviously, you're 1979. You got one black dude on the ship. Yeah. He's usually the, the first, first to go. go. So He's yeah. usually kind of the red there shirt. There you go, Ridley Scott, for breaking a mold. <laughs> uh, good job. He was... Actually, almost, though, he was almost to the I end. I don't know how many horror movies I've seen that were from the 70s. I think I saw... Most of them were psychological ones. Yeah, um, the changeling like, that scared the shit out Halloween of me. That might have been the sixties. The shit out of me. If I have, if I see that movie, if I even see that guy. All right, here's the deal. All right, so in our old neighborhood, we didn't really participate in Halloween trick or treating. Like we don't have kids, and we didn't really want to. We've got a dog who's you know will go crazy, crazy yeah. every time somebody walks by, rings the bell, whatever. So we usually just hide, like we turn off the lights or we hide and we don't deal with the candy. But the last year we were there, so it's a year and a half ago now, we decided we would sit out on the driveway because we had the new puppy. Mm -hmm. We had Lucy, we had Daphne, so we could put them in the back, but we'd sit on the driveway and that way nobody would come to the actual doorbell. And no one ring the doorbell. Yeah, so it wouldn't stir the dogs up. So we sit out on the driveway for, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes and we're handing out some candy to the little Little kids, a thousand Elsas, a bunch of ninjas, things like that. And then all of a sudden, the street clears. There is nobody on this street. That's weird. Because now there is a Michael Myers figure wandering down the middle of the street. There's no children with him at all. What a messed up dude. And I am like, fucking A, burn the house down. (laughs) Go inside. We're done. Like, I was just done. It's like, all right, it's one thing if you got like a dad and he's kind of with It'd the kids. It'd be scarier though if it it's, was not Halloween. Well, if it was not Halloween, I would have found yeah. a way to shoot him in his face yeah. and then well, ask we're questions in, We're in later. Texas. You could just drag his body onto your property. If I had a gun is my more issue. Oh. But, but I'm just saying, like, I was like, holy, like, who does that? Like, that's the kind of shit that freaks me out because, mm. you know. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it was it was really really people creepy. that like to fuck with people is what who that is. Yeah, yeah. I was that. I'm was kidding not, about the pulling the body onto the into I'm onto not, your property line. It, it's it, in the it law. is the law. Well, that is the law. <laughs> well, no, they're not the pulling it over. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> that's what the cops will tell you. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I work for cops. That's <laughs> what they'll tell you. As long okay. as they're on your property. So there was some misses in Alien. <laughs> yeah. Now, um. And then, you know, it helped that we had the professional snark, uh, Craig, um, watching it with us, which was, you know, amusing, but also well, was my first time I've seen the movie. So it's like, let it's me like, watch the movie. Up, yeah. yeah. Well, but we also have professional corrector man 
opera man watching it with us as well. Well, this is why they did this, and this yeah. is how they do that. And I'm like, okay, y'all both need to <laughs> let like, us watch We're trying them. to watch a movie. Let us watch the movie. <laughs> We'd, we'll, we'll snark afterwards. Yeah. Like, like, I almost wanted to, maybe we should have pre-screened it and yeah. then snarked together. Yeah, because it would be a good snarky movie, it's a too. Great, I was like, we could mystery science theater the mm-hmm. crap out of these movies, yep. for sure. Because, again, we're watching them 30 years after yeah, with, with they uh You know, they're in an air uh, air containment vent or something. Right. The the hatch does not close 100%. No, it's got a hole in the middle. Yeah, why? It's like, like, it's like I know, a butthole. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> why? And that's, what I'm, that's where my brain went. I was like, why is the air hatch a giant butthole? <laughs> But well, buttholes close, though. I mean, at some oh, point, you guys think yeah, yeah. sometimes they don't. And it's just <laughs> <laughs> all anyway. right. Yeah, okay, so... it's, and then they're wandering around with an open flame. You know, right. it, like okay. So I know enough that that you have to pump in air mm. <laughs> into these places, and you have to be air sealed. Well, let me just say, okay, we've seen a lot of stuff with terraforming yeah. since this movie yeah. has been yeah. released, right? We're we see it on everything. Doctor Who, we saw it on Firefly, all these different things that have been terraformed and make the place like inhabitable, yeah. right? So, so they go down to this planet where they are, quote, terraforming. So mm-hmm. this is probably the first, you know, yeah, in the, among the first wave of the thought of this being yeah. a, a thing. This is the worst fucking planet on the world. Why it would has you the pick worst it? Yeah. weather? Mm-hmm. It has no sunlight. Like there's just nothing good about this place. So let's send 75 families here to ter- down here to terraform this place where we there could be giant alien face suckers yeah just lying about <laughs> let's do that i'm like who picked this place like the moon is a better option mm-hmm. because at least it is just still there's yeah. just nothing going on right let's terraform something like that let's not take mm-hmm. or something that's close yeah. place on earth and try, and try to, to try to move on to it. But yeah. that's as humans, we seem to do that, right? We just want to take like, some, I saw, saw it in something that sometimes the path of least resistance is not a bad thing. Yeah. But we do that. Like we just, oh, God, it's too easy. That, too easy. That was Civil War. Was that Civil War? Yeah. Okay. I watched Civil War on Friday. So yeah, it's there in, you it's go. It's in our heads. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, during Aliens, I guess we're, we've transitioned to Aliens now. Um, during aliens the one of the main things i thought when i heard about all the families dying on mm-hmm. the on the thing was like all of this started because john hurt could not keep his balance balance he just fucking fell over if for he no didn't reason. if he didn't fall into the egg thing he wouldn't have been attacked Stay by the, the alien why would you stick your hand in the mist why, it doesn't look like a good idea yeah it didn't it's, he said it seemed to be reacting if you broke it why so would you t- and then like, <laughs> it fell right falls in falls yeah. right in yeah, I did like that they kind of in Alien um, that they kind of made it look like it was going to be his show, like his he was going to be the main guy. <laughs> yeah, that was yes. a big fat no. Yeah, and so that was kind of like, fun. oh, we've seen him before. Oh, there he goes. Yeah. So again, good on Ridley Scott yeah. for not going with the obvious order of you yeah, know, exact cropping people out, mm-hmm. uh, especially when you're dealing with non-military personnel and people who are not trained. Yeah. To do any kind of action i mean mm-hmm. going you know getting up and putting their suits on was probably the most active yeah. thing they've done i i really would have preferred some kind of explanation as to what made their little android go berserk because like it just it was just like he's an android well and it's crazy. like so i mean of any times that you as an android can go berserk it just happens to be when an alien's running around in the ship and you gotta do some shit it's yeah. like couldn't well, he have gone crazy? tripped like a sleeper circuit, you would think. Like Maybe. if Mother has him programmed that he's, you know, the crew is expendable, obtain new life forms yeah. at all costs. Because they were trying to make biological weapons yeah. in the second movie. Mm-hmm. That's why they were trying to get these things on planet or on spaceship or whatever through whatever, yeah. through the quarantine. Um, you know, like that's that's in there. It was yeah. already programmed. So it was like... We found Alien, flip switch. Yeah. Because he was the one overriding the So he had some kind of cascade failure, and then yeah. that was the end of it. Yeah, something yeah. going on. I don't know. It was we epic, asked, We should have asked Paul what the official term for when something programmed goes freaking nutso. I would just say programmed, because that was the program. It was yeah. just a hidden program. Well, it's, but he also... But they but didn't he, even know he was a robot. Yeah, That's yeah, the thing. That's the thing. And then he also, he was dripping... 
milky milky blood. Yeah, they got and the that's same what thing. just started it. Like he ju- and then he just went all nuts. Yeah. I didn't I didn't get like what caused the no the, the breakdown. That, but like I'm sitting right and there. Then, and, and then I'm that's like, when Craig happened? said, "Oh, he's an alien. They have aliens that can do this, but then they still have these old CRT monitors and things." And I'm robots. Just, uh, uh, not aliens, robots. Let's st- see. In Aliens, she wakes up and it's 57 years later. Yeah, right. She has somehow gone. Adrift. So she's gone from in her brain mm-hmm. from one, one high day to the next. Yeah, it's and awful. it's completely different because now the company is got a giant military presence. They basically have the Marines. Yeah, let's talk about the Marines for a minute, shall we? Because the thing I don't like about this movie. So now we've jumped from. Ridley Scott as the director to, to James, James Cameron. Cameron. Yeah. And James Cameron likes to use the same people in all his fucking movies. Yeah. Right. So we have this kind of a large cast of characters in this that we've, we've seen, seen before. before. And especially since too. And since most yeah. definitely since some of them more loosely associated than others. But they don't give you any. I mean, they're they're such generic character types. The just so, big muscles and hoorah and just bullshit. And the and the squad leader was very typical. The squad leader had yeah. a corn cob up his ass. I don't know what his problem yeah, was. He was, he was a pain funny. Though no, they did have comic relief a little bit. There was this. a little bit of that. It was like, how many missions have you flown? Thirty eight. How many? You know, yeah, or uh, like simulated. A simulated. How many real ones? Two, including yeah. this one. <laughs> so I was like, oh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. But so we've got these cast of characters and I don't know. And we've talked about this. I could not really, I didn't form any kind of connection yeah. to really any of them. And you should, you know, being the humans, well, yeah. you should want the humans to win, mm-hmm. not be like, God, that guy's obnoxious. Will somebody shoot him in the face? Yeah. Bill Paxton, we're Bill talking Paxton, to you. We're talking to you. I love you. Yeah. In most things since like 1994. Yeah. Let's just throw that yeah. out there. Maybe three. Because we got him in Apollo 13 and he was fantastic. Yeah. And then going forward, he's been a fantastic character and actor. Prior to that, he was the stereotypical whiny bitch all character. through 1985. The whole thing. Yeah. Think about him in like Weird Science yeah. as the brother Chet. Yeah. He's just an asshole mm-hmm. who makes stupid comments and whines yeah. a lot. Same thing in this movie. All he does is fucking whine. There is, I've got a cousin who's a Marine. There is no way this guy would be a Marine. Yeah. They they he would have yeah. made it out of basic training. Like he yeah. is a washout. Yeah. And I was like, God, shoot him. Yeah, like, like basic training is supposed to put you through this high level of stress. Something. Uh, so that so you, you He couldn't get through like the coffee machine breaking down. Like this guy <sighs> would just, I mean, he was so And he so was annoying obnoxious. and he was obnoxious. You know what? When did he get his teeth fixed though? Because his teeth were terrible in this movie. Uh, and I'm going to c- go with probably like right before Apollo 13. Yeah, because so. his teeth, I was just like, man, like there is his, like you he can had fit. had 80s teeth. You can fit another tooth in the gaps between all <laughs> of his teeth it was just so it's distracting and he's always distracting but then <sighs> you know we've got we've got so he he played hudson and he's a whiny bitch and we just couldn't deal with him and then we have hicks yeah and hicks is uh, but he's friends with hudson so michael th- bean yeah is his name and he played kyle reese in the original terminator mm-hmm. so we've seen him before yeah and he was he was a good he was an okay character like he was one of the only characters that i really you know and vasquez i could you know i liked her yeah. i was you know I, I was sad when she died i wasn't yeah. sad well dead, i thought that i, I like, thought that oh, was a good bummer. scene it was yeah. a good scene that was the only time though in the whole thing i cared about her or the lieutenant Any, that yeah, had the either funny one story. of them um and that was the thing like they're dying off and nobody cares yeah like it's not it's not impactful at all it had nothing to do with anything but I, I think it's really interesting because we've have we have Ripley, right? And again, she was not military; she was just a normal, g- normal lady. Yeah. And then we send her on this mission as a quote consultant. Yeah. Because she's seen these things, which I don't even know why they sent her on there. Because obviously this guy's doing shit he's not supposed to be doing. Why would he want her there? Yeah. Um, probably just to get more yeah you know leniency well, I, for I, going the way, on the when trip. i first saw him i thought i got the impression that they were brought him on as a um You're talking uh, to paul riser paul riser yeah 
Yeah. By Burke, the way, I do love I that pop collar suit, and I totally the think pop that collar should... suit was so nineteen eighty six. It was. Hysterical. I would love the suits to become pop collar suits from now on. Oh, they will. It's, I'm sure they'll because be those were great. It's a very Marty yeah. McFly kind of yeah. look. So. But I and I know. And then when he did get out of his suit, he was mm-hmm. wearing a puffer jacket, just like Marty yep. McFly. Anywho, um, the uh, I did like. I felt like when they introduced him that he was going to be a romantic. I thought uh, so as yeah. well, but <laughs> and so I yeah. and then at the you know he which turns is out fun to be a rapist. Which is what he I mean I think that's be. a good yeah. script, right? And it was a good, um, you know, James Cameron got that right because I think everybody watching it thought this guy is going to be a romantic. Yeah, there was no need for romance, and there was none, and that was yeah. good. Yeah, you know exactly. But what here's one of the things that I I haven't decided if it if it is a good thing or a bad thing okay so we we get the we get the character newt yeah right they're on this planet and they're in the station and all the peoples are gone and then all of a sudden this feral child comes running across and all and now this is a child for ripley to mother yeah i had a problem with it too i didn't like that because you know we've talked a lot about bechdel tests and, and things passing and here they're trying to make her into a badass, but they're almost doing it in, well, the only way she's going to get is she, she gets a maternal is, is she, instinct. She has the maternal emergency. instinct to protect this child. Yeah. And that to me speaks down to what the character is. Yeah. Because again, I, she, I had a problem with that. Too. I, I didn't like that. And I mean, I like the kid. She's a cool yeah. kid and she was a good character and I liked her I really as would a character. have liked um, Hicks if Hicks kind of had grabbed the, uh, more maternal towards Anybody. it, you know? Yeah. But uh, there could have there could have even been sort of a romance between Ripley and Hicks, and I would have been okay yeah. with that. But for some reason, this well, we're going to give you a child to mother. Yeah, exactly. And then you're going to you'll fight start your you'll way start through. lactating, and then yeah, exactly. you know it's really lactation got, I, saves the day. Yeah, I really got. I I I really didn't like that part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Producer Craig found that to be the funniest <laughs> comment. So I don't know. I just. I, yeah, I, 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 I felt I, I know exactly. I felt manipulative. Yeah, that Sigourney Weaver's character couldn't have been awesome on her own front unless she was being Mama Bear. But then there also becomes this point where when does she go from being average lady to now I have to try to be this badass Ripley character. And it somehow Hicks gives her a two minute instruction on how to use the, the grenade flamethrower launcher thing. And then all of a sudden, Newt goes missing, and now she's duct taping guns together to make an Uber gun mm-hmm. and going off on her own when she has absolutely no training, combat experience whatsoever. So it's just, it like, I guess it just didn't have enough of a buildup to, yeah, to I think, how she became a badass. I think they could have expanded the badass part mm-hmm. without Newt, but I mean, Newt's fine, but uh, I mean, I like Newt. With, but. With, yeah, exactly. Um, w- by just having her think back to what one of these aliens does right. and the fact that there's a mother out there that are laying eggs See, that's and it's going to happen that's again. That's a much better draw into Ex- how you pull on your big girl like, panties exactly, and take on the that world. Exactly, this is for... All of humankind. You notice she got bigger panties in this one. Did you notice that? I didn't notice When that. she goes back into to hyperspace. She's like, well, maybe there. when I'm hyperspacing, I should actually cover my butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> one would think. She's like, remember how embarrassing it was when I woke up and I was all naked and shit. When that alien saw my butt crack. <laughs> well, I was like, ugh. Okay, so, okay, let's talk about the aliens. Oh, okay. So the aliens themselves... They like to hide in nooks and crannies. They do, and they're good at yeah, it. Yeah, really good. Like that you little know, fucker like, got himself in there they, real yeah. tight oh. at the end of Alien. In fact, he didn't even need to come out. If he mm. would have realized that in, while she went into Krona, yeah. Krona. <laughs> <laughs> the cryo. Cryo. Um, he would have gotten away with it. He could have got. <laughs> All he had to do was wait. <laughs> it was an episode of Scooby-Doo. I would have gotten away with it, too, if I hadn't moved. Yeah. And all he did was wiggle. And she's like, yeah. son of a... Yeah. And she'd already put the cat in cryo. So, so she cat's had a, are, Cat's had a, already in cryo. Had to handle she's some She's already shit. naked. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need to wear a bra, which is no. fine. You know, she was of the age where you didn't need to wear them. <sighs> yeah. I, totally. I never I had that age. she was 29 years old when that... Well, the 70... Yeah, the 79 the 79. One. 29 but she didn't wear old. a bra on the other one, either. Well... You know what George Lucas says? No bras in space. <laughs> so no, no, seriously. Uh, Carrie Fisher <laughs> has complained that all throughout the Star Wars movies, he told her that she could not wear a bra under that white dress, especially. Yeah. But I think in all of them, 
And the reasoning behind it, I just read this because I've, I've heard her talk about this in her special. Yeah. And he just said, there's no underwear in space. Like he's been there and looked well, around. You would think and there was that no without, without the gravity, it might be an issue. Well, but what what she what I've just read her say that he has said was that in space, your body expands, but your bra doesn't. So it would strangle you in space. Ah. But, you know, it's not like she was floating around. She was on planet. Right. Okay. I think George Lucas just wanted her to be... Like big. nipples. Yeah. 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 Like the nipples and the bouncing. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, most 70s directors did. Yeah, that's And thing. all those other types of I don't of understand things, so. it. I mean, guys freaking uh, sucked on their mother's teats. Get over women's. I, I, it's I, weird. I can't even make the connection. Can, can you imagine? Like, 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 you are obsessed with the sex organ that you sucked on of your mother's. That's weird. That's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so side <laughs> note, s- s- side note, men there. are weird. That's are gross. Weird. Yeah. Anywho, I don't get it. Uh, uh, but, <laughs> but anyway, so so yeah, I think those were just some of the kind of inconsistencies that could have been addressed and made it, really it, cool, but were more maybe they did in the director's but, cut. But it's almost like I don't know. Maybe Paul they was did. telling Paul us to watch the, the director's Paul cut. Paul said the director's cut is really good. Everything else I've read said an extra twenty minutes of blah blah bullshit. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to go back and watch it myself. I'll tell you, I I really liked the movie, and I forgot how much I, I liked it. I did. I I, liked, I didn't I didn't hate it. Yeah, but I, it wasn't. I, I guess again, it just wasn't scary it, to me. Though. No, it was not no. scary at all. Neither was the front. Really wasn't either. I think had we seen it back in the day in a theater, in a theater, or even in your house, because you know, like when I was a kid, we watched movies like all the lights off, and it was just a scarier kind of environment. Well, you know, watching it at my house last night, you know, Lucy in a closet. Just, wah, 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 wah. Daphne, Daphne, uh, Daphne, Daphne stuck, her, stuck around behind the, stuck her head like right behind my. Oh, house. did like, she get your ponytail? She does that to me. I didn't have my hair she, in a ponytail. She'll walk around behind me and start like pulling on my hair. It's funny. I was like, so, I feel something moving. And yeah. then I look over and she's like a little gopher. She's like, hello. Yep. Um, she's not little at all. <laughs> well, she is when she's just her little head above pounds of adorable. All of her was behind yeah. the couch except for her head. It was cute. Yeah, she will. She will pop up. Um, but again, I think it's just a different time. Yeah. Well, you know, and we see things that, again, you know, like watching Deadpool, right? Yeah. We watch Deadpool and Deadpool shoots one bullet through three guys' heads and there is so much brain matter flying around. We have not done a Deadpool episode, by we the way. Do. We totally need to do one. Yeah. Because it's fucking funny. I wonder, um, yeah, because we didn't talk about Civil War either. Well, it just came out. So, yeah, yeah we, we will. But we can do Deadpool, definitely. Yeah. And all, do all R-rated um, comic books going forward. Because mm-hmm. well, I, I think they're talking about doing a the Batman versus Superman as a rated R over the summer. Oh, I'm going to watch it. Edition. Yeah. Um, there was also Maybe um, it'll make it a better. rated R animated killing joke is supposed yes. to be. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Anyway. I, well, I, how many times have I said anywho in no. this? I don't know. what we do. I haven't been counting. Uh, well, I do want to acknowledge the fact that it was the mid eighties and Sigourney Reaver was awesome. She was in everything. Yeah. She got yeah. an Oscar nomination for yeah. this business. And which is crazy because was... normally action movies, you don't no. get Oscar nominations for, especially not for women. So I was, I was impressed that uh, she got the Oscar nomination and I was impressed by her acting. I didn't think that she She was was rocking some serious mom jeans. She, well, that's their outfits. In fact, I was thinking, because I have a a jacket almost like hers. I could totally cosplay that. (laughs) All I need is some high tops to suck my, to uh, to tuck my mom jeans into, (laughs) but you can't get the Ripley high tops. No, I know. Which is yeah. Because they have just re they have just released and is it Reebok? I don't remember who it is. Has just released the shoes that she wears in Aliens in honor of this thirtieth anniversary, which would be really cool if they made them for fucking women. Yeah, but none, they didn't. No women sizes. They're all men. However, in their defense, it's not in their defense. It's in the defense of womankind. Mm-hmm. So it's a special edition sneaker. Mm-hmm. And the special edition sneakers sell for something like six or seven hundred dollars. Right. Women don't tend to buy shoes, and like that's that. exactly right. We'll spend Women, it on the Jimmy yeah, Choo yeah. instead. Women aren't going to spend six or seven hundred dollars on a pair of of uh, but special how many guys edition. Guys are buying Ripley shoes. I don't know, but don't nonetheless, it goes to show a lot for women that they're not going to spend six to seven hundred dollars on a it's fucking dumb. unique high top that you I never think would I can wear. Get a pair of Vans painted like Wonder Woman for like forty bucks online, yeah. and I would buy that. But. Yeah, I've totally been looking into um, 
some Batman shoes. Mm, yeah. But well, maybe you'll find some at Comic Palooza. Oh, I'm sure I will. will. Usually June the ones 17 usually, through 19. Yeah, usually the shoes that they that the dealers sell down there are they custom paint them mm-hmm. so you order them in advance. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, and, but they did have some last time. I remember if they, they, if they give us a list of the vendors, that would be good to go through. Oh yeah, I'm sure they'll have. I, I like, like to walk it. I like mm-hmm. to walk it and walk talk to them. I've got so much artwork from the comics. Mm-hmm. Now, now though, I, I think I will appreciate the aliens a little bit more. Um, I do uh, also wonder why the aliens had the d- double mouths. Because I, I could see the, the little one. The little one is necessary to go when well, the that's how you get, get through the skull. Yeah. 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 But the outside one at that point is redundant. Right. You know, and then also you're a biological creature. How can your teeth be metal? I don't think they were metal. I think they were that silicone adapt to the environment bullshit from the first one. But silicon can adapt to metal. It's on the wrong side of the periodic table. I don't think it's metal, though. Oh. I think they just look like metal. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, they may have been metal when they were yeah. filming it, but I don't think that was the intent. Oh, okay. I guess. I, don't I guess. Know. But anyway, I, I did enjoy But they it. live on a badly terraformed planet, so who knows what that does to your dental grill. Well, it was the, the grill. The grill took appearance on Alien in the spaceship. On the Nostromo. True. Nostromo? Nostromos. No, I think it ended in O. I don't know. Yeah. So I would like, uh, you know, I bet I'm going to find it at Comic Palooza, a mm-hmm. shirt that looked like, like a crew of the Nostromo shirt. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. I'd wear that. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yep. Mm. So... Um, okay, so I did write that. Why the two mouths? Right. <laughs> I don't know. Most of mine was, uh, Bill Paxton is a whiny bitch. Oh, so whiny. He was like, <laughs> but I'll tell you, we were going through Alien and we were snarking a lot. Yeah. And then Alien. We didn't, we didn't there talk was, as much. Yeah. There one. was not as much to snark about because it really was pretty well done. It was an action movie. Yeah. Again, the first one was kind of a suspense movie. Yeah. But it, the second if you one know was what, much more of an what's action coming movie. after you, I like the suspense. I feel more suspenseful when I don't know the what is causing the issue. So maybe mm-hmm. it's like ghosts or like it's a mystery. Right. And there wasn't a mystery. We knew what it was. It was this crazy well, alien. I think, I think with Alien, they didn't fully know what it was because again it kept changing shapes when they get onto the planet they really weren't dealing with the face huggers and the chest bursters Mm -hmm. whatever they call that version of it the little yeah penis with teeth as you said he only lasts for about a minute before he's that's what i'm saying and then all of a sudden he's a full you know six foot tall badass or whatever so i don't know what you meant what you know they knew what that's all they dealt with there wasn't the suspense of Oh, look how fast it grew. What the fuck? You know, but they had that. And again, there was a lot of let's split up and see how it goes. And you know, that's how we've watched enough horror movies to know you don't do that. Yeah. But I was, I was surprised because the stereotypical order of deaths was was completely backwards. Yep. I'm going to say. Yeah. Completely backwards from what you would have anticipated. So it was interesting. It was it was interesting. And it, it was, was really good. interesting to me to see a young Ian Holm in mm-hmm. that character. Yeah. Because I love him so much as Bilbo uh-huh. in The Lord of the Rings and also as the priest in The Fifth Element. Uh-huh. Like these are but he's much older in those um in those movies. So to just, you know, it took a minute to go Holy fuck, that's Ian Holm. Well, it you took know? me a while when I knew John Hurt was in it. <laughs> and like, I was like, what? Oh, that's him. Because like his eyes are the same. But yeah. that's it, yeah. you know? And it was well, weird. Well, and I recognize him as younger because, again, he played that same role in Spaceballs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, hey, there he is. But he's not the war doctor. You know, like we see him now. Yeah. And, you know. Or um, Ollivander. Yeah. Yes. Mr. Yep. Ollivander. Yeah. So it's he's had a very iconic career. He is, and I I think he's having uh, health problems now, which is it is because uh, I I love uh, him. He's, he's great. Got, we've got to get out of 2016. This I year know. is just taking people by leaps and bounds. It is. It's we just lost terrible. Rickman. We just lost it's Prince. Fancy. Like what the? Oh, I know. Dave happening? Bowie. David Bowie. And yeah. In fact, we shouldn't mention anybody really by no. name on this podcast because they died then, like soon after. Didn't we have? We talked about Prince one of these times, didn't we? No. Okay. We're good we did then. talk about Alan we talk, Rickman. We talked about it was, Alan Rickman. It was right after. Oh, I yeah. think so. Okay. Or maybe. Right but we had. And then we no, talked we about. We did talk about David Bowie. We did talk about David Bowie. Cassandra. It was before. Cassie had done the Bowie Jedi yeah. cosplay. It happened before we even got the recording out. Yeah. Up, uh, on it was the, like three days later. Yeah. It was like, holy so shit. So between the time we, we talked about it and the time it happened. Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
everybody's just bubble wrap your loved ones and favorite musicians because this is not a good year it's a bad year somebody hide betty white i'm just gonna say put her in bubble wrap betty white put her in cryo for at least another six eight months we'll be fine (laughs) Put more clothes on her when she goes out of cryo (laughs) please don't put her in the porn panties i can't Okay. Do you remember the? Uh, I don't know if you've seen my new shirt because I I bought. I don't know. We oh, you wore a, it to the last. The Blanche. Yeah, it's a uh, Dorothy in the streets, Blanche in the sheets. That's Funniest so fucking funny. shirt ever. So funny. We went on like a t-shirt buying binge for a couple of weeks, and I don't know what happened, but they just. <coughs> also, apparently, everyone who makes geeky t-shirts was born in 1976 mm-hmm. and is therefore turning 40 this year, uh-huh. much like myself. There is a giant slew of 40-year-old t-shirts out there that are... Are you looking at my shirt now? Yeah, I'm reading your shirt. My shirt now says the book was better. Yeah, and it has it has, it has uh, Khaleesi. Khaleesi. It has it's Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah. It has uh, Katniss. And it has yeah. Gandalf. Yeah. But I think it's just a general statement that... Well, it, gen- it generally is. That's why yeah. you, if you're going to watch the movie and read the book, you watch the movie first. Yeah, the movie will always be a letdown if you read the book first. Although they did a good job in Harry Potter. We've talked about oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Harry Potter did a great job. Cat, uh, Hunger Games, too. Oh, I, I, hadn't, read the, I hadn't read the Hunger oh, Games. Oh, you but... should read them. They're good. Yeah, I will. They're on the There's list. a lot more detail. It's one of the things that, because uh, we're completely off topic because we're talking about classic movies, but I like books. Yeah. And I cannot lie, so we're going to keep talking. But it's funny because my... My niece hated reading when she mm-hmm. first started school. And it was a shame because she started reading pretty young and mm-hmm. um, like picking up words and phrases and stuff. But she, when she went to kindergarten, she was one of the youngest in her classes. Like it was, she, you know, her birthday's at the end of June. So by the time school started, she like just turned five and all the other kids are six or some of them are dumb and they're seven, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So she goes to school and she's behind because she's so she's a full year younger than a lot of the kids in her class. So it just got to the point where she hated reading Mm -hmm. and it's taken years to get her to where she'll actually read on her own and not just fake her way through. But it's funny. I remember we were we were reading Harry Potter. I had her reading it to me or we were reading it together Um and, you know, she she's seen the movies or she's seen the ones I'll let her see. She has not been allowed to see up to four yet because that's uh-huh. when people start dying. Yeah. Uh, so that, she's seen one, two, and curse, three. The curse was yeah. the, is when it's really scary. Yeah. She's seen one, two, and three. I haven't let her pick up Goblet of Fire yet. Oh, yeah. Goblet because of we fire. lose Ooh. Cedric and it just gets dirty. Yeah. But, but at that time, she's not. Ex- it, she's getting older. So yeah. every year she can. I'll let her watch a new one kind yeah. of thing. Like my sister hasn't really seen them. So she doesn't know. Yeah. Doesn't really know where to, to let that go. So she's seen a couple of them. But we start reading and she, you know, she remembers so much. I was reading The Hobbit to her and just love it. Look, we never even got out of the first chapter because the kid falls asleep every time yeah. when she was little. But she remembers the details really, really clearly. And when she sees the movie, she's like, why aren't they supposed to have blue beards tucked into their silver belts? Like, so these were things that she remembered from the the dialogue in the book. Um, And I told her, I said, you know, books have secrets that movies don't tell you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just an important thing for everyone to realize. It's like, you know what? The book is always going to be better because... There's more space. Yeah, you're not trying here. to cram a whole bunch of shit into, you're not trying to cram a thousand pages worth of stuff into two hours. So your book is always going to have the secrets that the movie doesn't tell yeah. you. So if, if you want to be in the know and she yeah. loves to be in the know, you read the book. Yeah. Because that's how you find out all the things that just the people who watch the movie didn't know. So. Yeah. So did, so is she reading a little more? Or? She is reading a little bit more. She, uh, she came home from the library with the book that's, at least three, four inches thick. This thing is huge. And it's a series. Uh-huh. And I guess one of her little friends had read it first. So she's checked it out. How much of it she's read, I don't know. But these are big books, but they also have big print because they're... Yeah, well, the Harry Potter books are big, but they, they really... Are, yeah. They, they, they really have big print. Are, yeah. So, so she is doing better and she enjoys it a little bit more. Plus she can now, now that she has a baby sister as well, it, she can read to the baby, the yep. one, and the baby loves that. But she also, it's an escape. Yeah. You know, when she doesn't want to have to help with said baby. Yeah. She, oh, I'm reading my book. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. That's cute. Yeah. 
Exactly. So, so any more on Alien or Aliens? Well, I, I wanted to mention that, uh, you know, obviously that there's going to be a reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I mean, this is not a local, uh, uh, just a local thing, this, because they're having it at the Houston Comic Palooza. Yeah. I mean, it is, I've been it's getting... Like the entire cast. I mean, yeah. all the Marines are going to be yeah. there. Yeah. I, I've been getting notices on my news feeds from various, you know, I mean, I, I follow movie news feeds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting notices, you know, from well, national sources. Yeah. It's huge. Because I don't huge think Sigourney thing. Weaver does. She doesn't. She's not on the the, the, the con circuit like exactly. a lot of people that we will see so are. It's, so. a, it's a big deal. And so I'm really excited to see this panel. And I'm sure we'll be bringing up. We may not, you know, I don't know what we're going to do. We haven't figured out our schedule yet because I haven't released the right. schedule. But I, I cannot wait to mm-hmm. hear it and to and to get information on it. And I really liked Aliens. Mm-hmm. Now, Alien, I didn't feel the suspense that I needed to feel. And I think that maybe they even showed too much of the Alien. Yeah. Um, like it should have been a little yeah. more yes, elusive. Exactly. And so. But that you know that I did like that in a lot of the scenes, especially when the Alien is taking someone out, they didn't necessarily show the full thing. There were, it was more bits and pieces yeah. and illusion yeah, yeah it was, to... i think it was even the little penis uh, alien yeah. that really kind of bothered me that we saw so much of because it we was saw the whole thing because yeah it right out and so i thought as they do and it would be better to even see just a little bit of it and then it just flashed away like it was so fast but that's 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 how they introduced newt and i yeah. liked that because we have this feral child that runs past but they almost they think it's going to be yeah. one of these face huggers or something and they almost shoot her. Yeah. You know, but they, one of them catches, I guess, a glimpse enough to not yeah. take her out. Um, so, I mean, I think aliens did a pretty good job of that. Yeah. To where Keep it wasn't. It. And, of course, then, you know, never have a drop ceiling in a spaceport, I guess, because they just we crawl and do the fucking ceiling. ceiling. Yeah. Oh, it's so creepy. Like every They're nook in and, the room. Every nook and cranny was an alien. Like, it was just creepy. Mm-hmm. It's like whenever you go see one of those spiders and the spiders is like made this little self uh. in a corner. Ooh. That's exactly what they do. Yep. So. Well, it's like they even, you know, they're walking down. I mean, when they get over into where supposedly all of the families are, they find the trackers yeah. for all of the families and they get down to sub level three and they're walking around and nobody's really questioning why it looks like they're walking through the inside of a whale. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, I'm, yeah. I'm serious. Like all the walls and the ceilings and corridors had like, spinal columns and yeah. like sinewy muscly kind it of really walls. was like yeah it organic look, yeah it, it was much more organic than what it should have looked yeah. like which would have been square sterile and, yeah. square yeah. metal and but nobody questions this yeah they're still just wandering through it i mean aimlessly. you think they would have had like a like a rundown of what a tel- terraformed planet would look like <laughs> and and maybe what because these are probably going to be modular buildings that were cre- right. that were taken with them mm-hmm. uh to create it so that would be squares and right. things that make a lot Fold of sound yeah and, yeah that are easier yeah, it was weird it would not be the inside of you know jonah's whale yeah. i mean because that's what i kept looking at it going it did seem kind this, of weird, yeah. Well, this is not going to end well. You yeah. know, this is one of those, like, and, and it maybe in the day people were so focused on what was happening that maybe they didn't see it. But yeah. coming at it 30 years later, I'm looking at it going, how is nobody freaking out about this? Look at this. Look, look. Look at the snot. You yeah. got in the plane and you put your hand in the thing of snot and that doesn't make you think, hmm. Maybe there's an alien on board, yeah. and I should c- alert Especially, someone. It's not like it's not like at that point aliens had not been. No, they knew what uh, was. Yeah. They knew what it was. Exactly. They're like, oh, that's like weird. Stupid. No, they they're knew. like, nah. What got on the staircase? Meh. Keep on going. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't know. I I didn't I didn't hate it. I'm not gonna say I loved it. Oh, I, I, just I liked it, and I I remember enjoying what I remember of it, uh, you know, 15, 20 years ago when I saw it. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, it was a good action movie. I like action movies. Yeah. So, uh, um, and then that's what it was. It was an action movie, but I think the characters could have been done a lot better because they were so stereotypical action movie. Yeah. Like the, the black guy wakes up from the, uh, you know, the big sergeant guy or whatever, yeah. wakes up from cryo and immediately stuffs a cigar in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, weren't you on, uh, predator i yeah. think you were yeah. you know like it just it was like every stereotype of a character was yeah. thrown into this movie and they didn't even have to write yeah you know they didn't have to write scripts for it they just were like eh, just just be that guy 
<laughs> You're the cigar guy. Be the yeah. cigar guy. Which is which is too bad because I think that it's more than an action movie, and mm-hmm. the and the and what's in there is more than an action movie. And I didn't get. That's why I think it it stands the test of time because mm-hmm. watching it now, it really wasn't like you can watch a lot of stuff and go, "Oh my god, that yeah, that's outdated," or look at the bad CGI and stuff like that. And I, you know, you see a little bit of things, yeah. but in general, it's pretty good. Yeah, and I think in general it holds up. And so I think that because it's a little bit more than what an action movie is, it has a little bit more of a um, a personality mm-hmm. than just a stereotypical. One, however, you know, that being said, there were still a lot of stereotypes, right? Absolutely. So, I but I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was fun and, and scary, but like scary in a way that won't make you have nightmares at yeah. night, you know. Um, but or, there was a lot of um, there were several jump moments, you know, yeah. like or something pops out, and you're yeah. like, <gasps> like yeah, there were several exactly. of those, which I didn't really get in the first one, I didn't yeah. really only just one or two, one. yeah, yeah, but they are completely different feels. Yeah. And, but I don't know. I think it's, I think it's legitimate to make it an iconic movie like it is. Absolutely. Uh, But uh, I don't think Alien fell in that category. Well, that's probably why they're doing a 30th anniversary of Aliens and and not Alien. But it'll be really interesting to listen to the panel and to see what they think, especially because a lot of these people have gone on and done a lot of extra things, a lot of big roles and are completely different actors than they were. Well, like Bill Paxton. Right. Completely different. Totally different. I mean, he's on a... Okay, so we have a small Mexican restaurant in the town that I grew up in. Uh-huh. And because they filmed uh, Apollo 13, a lot of it here in Houston with NASA, they found out about this little tiny restaurant out in the middle of nothing in my town and went and had dinner there. Uh-huh. So since 1993 or whenever that movie came out, there's been a picture up in this cantina that my friend's aunts own um, with them in it. And there has been a Tom Hanks special on the menu ever since because, you know, oh. he ordered the chicken enchiladas. So it's the number six is the Tom oh, Hanks special. That's funny. And so, you know, at that time, it, this is Bill Paxton. He played, you know, played Fred Hayes and he did a great job. And it wasn't goofy. It wasn't whiny. It was because yeah. all the stuff that he did in the 80s, all those movies, you know, he was in Commando. He was the hair traffic Yeah, controller. I didn't really like, enjoy him until the 90s. Yeah, or, you know. I didn't either. So I think that that's kind of when he came into his own yeah. as not the obnoxious guy. Yeah. Not the obnoxious douchebag guy that everybody wants to kind of kick in the nards. Yeah. Uh, you know, he became like an actor, like a respectable character yeah. actor that we really like and enjoy. And, you know, Sigourney Weaver... I think almost was maybe backwards for me. Like I really liked her in the eighties. Like everything she did in the eighties, I really yeah. loved. Yeah. Since then. Yeah. Nah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, well, I'm I excited to see her. I'm very, I'm, I'm excited that she's going to be there. I'm excited that Bill Paxton's going to be there. I'm excited. We really have a fantastic group of guests that are coming to I'm, Comic I'm pretty excited. And I'm kind of, I'm really excited because you don't usually see some of this caliber outside of like the San Diego Comic-Con. Exactly. You don't see it in Houston. Yeah. So it's yeah. exciting that we're actually getting It really, really is. Good and I'm t- and I, those group Q&As are a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun to go to. So I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm excited. I'm excited to do a follow up episode afterwards on yeah. this so oh see. yeah we should so this is i guess our wrap-up yeah. of the the classic movie review but you know if you guys have a movie oh, idea yeah. a classic movie that you want us to review please message us at contact us at nerdybitches.com or you can message us on twitter mm-hmm. at nerdy bitches pod um, because we'd love to hear outside of just our own yeah, yeah of what you would like us to watch that you loved or hated or whatever yeah and let us do a review on that because we're yeah. going to start doing this on a frequent basis i feel like we've missed a lot yeah. like we we hear about ones that have big uh followings and we don't really know anything about it because True. we haven't seen it or we haven't seen it in so long that we don't even remember well the next the one we have coming up is boondock saints uh-huh. uh and we are doing that one because they are also having a reunion i'm excited for that one so we're very excited to do that one in, in just a couple episodes here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let us know what you want to hear us talk about and we'll 
we'll get it going. All right. Oh, you know, I do have a recommendation. Oh, it's, a recommendation? Kind of, it's, it's it's kind of actually a self-serving recommendation. Okay. It's the World War Z because we're going to have oh, it on yes. an upcoming book club. We have a book club coming up in a couple of weeks, and yeah. it is World War Z by Max Brooks. And I highly recommend doing the unabridged audiobook. Oh, yes. With the full cast. The yeah. full cast is fucking amazing. It's I mean, they've so got good. people like Mark Hamill and... Um, Oh shoot! What's his name? Oh, there's so Not many people. Flea, that other guy who reminds me of Flea. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, Henry Rollins. Yeah, oh yeah, there's Henry, just a ton of people. Henry Rollins reminds you of Flea a little bit. A little oh, bit. Okay. All right. <laughs> in a less <laughs> in a less heroin kind of situation. All right. But yeah, I, a little um, bit. Okay. I get them confused because uh, I'm yeah. old. <laughs> I'm old, and I didn't uh, live right. in the punk rock age. I mean, that's Henry just Rollins is. is awesome though. Like he, he's cool. he has a great voice, and you can you know I love listening to any of his spoken word stuff. Mm-hmm. So this was went right. Yeah. Oh, and also Jerry Ryan does does. One. Yeah, she Seven does. Oh, and she's good. She's, she's good, really good in it. And then um, because she does an accent, you know, she, Cal Penn really cool. uh, did one too, and I mm-hmm. caught that pretty quick. Um, there's uh, Alan Alda, obviously. You can't. Oh, even, that was the best. And Martin Scorsese. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of. I mean, you picked him up right away. One with a dog. Oh my god, that one made me cry. Okay. So okay. Uh, yeah. Well, listen to World War Z. Read it if you want. Um, yeah. But there's we'll be also talking about it. Coming I can up. give you a recommendation to go along with World okay. War Z. And that is the uh, zombie survival guide. Oh yeah, because this also is also by Max Brooks. They even referenced it once in World War Z. They do, but yeah. this this kind of came out um, in their in their timeline before the real zombie apocalypse kind of broke out. Before yeah. the you know this infection broke out, so it was it. But it's really just a good guide on survivalism instead of. It doesn't have to be zombies. It could be anything. Yeah. And you've got these crazy preppers out here. This It's actually a really good book. Yeah. So I listened to the audio on that one as well, right after I read World War Z. Mm-hmm. So. Did the author narrate it? Because he narrated the World War Z. The No. Okay. He he did do narr- World War Z, but he did. I don't believe he did the other mm-hmm. one. I'll have to look, but I'm not sure. So anyways, yep, that's a great recommendation coming forward. And right. uh, so I think that's it. And we'll see you guys next time. See ya. Music provided by www.bensound.com, and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. Lactation I, saves the day. Yeah.